Welcome. If you're a woman who has a sense that there's more out there for you, you're in the right place. I'm Whitney Baker, host of the Electric Ideas podcast. Somewhere along the line of working kids, life carried on, but I lost track of my truth. I'm on a reflective journey, and that's what this podcast is all about. Each week, I interview a woman who is lighting her own path and offering others hope. Before our conversation ends, we'll share a reflective question for you to explore. Sometimes all we need is a jolt, a fresh idea, an aha moment that connects us to a sense of possibility. This, my friends, is what I call an electric idea. I'm Whitney Baker from Electric Ideas, and this is a mini jolt a short episode where I share quick tips and reflections to light you up with a greater sense of what's possible for you and your life. Today, I want to share a really fun alternative to creating New Year's resolutions or goals. And I recognize that year-end and the thought of a new year can bring up a host of different emotions for people. And wherever you're at on the spectrum of emotions, I hope that you can see it as a natural reminder just to pause and reflect on what shifts might make you feel like you're living more fully, living with intention. And of course, if you're part of the Electric Ideas community, leaning into the possibilities for your life. So this fun practice I'm about to share can be in addition to New Year's resolutions or goal setting, as I don't think there's any one size fits all for these categories of life. Quick side note, if you are interested in habit formation, make sure to check out my previous episode from last week with Monica Packer. If you're interested in setting goals, but you're not sure where to start there, go back, do yourself a favor, listen to episode 33 with productivity expert, Tanya Dalton. She shares some great gems that I've enjoyed implementing in my own life. And I really think you'll enjoy that episode. But for today's mini Joel, we are focusing on something called 23 for 23. This is my take on a practice I've had a lot of fun exploring on and off for years, and it's inspired and originally created by Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness and habits. So here's how you do it. Write a list numbered 1 to 23. So in the past, for example, I've done 19 for 2019, 20 for 2020, the list gets to keep expanding. So many traditional New Year's resolutions fall into this kind of should category or major habit shift category that can be complicated to shift. And while I hope that you find ways to dig into these bigger, broader shifts in your life, if that's what you're called to, that's not what this is. What the 23 for 2023 list is about is 23 things you're excited to do or tackle that you know will give you a happiness boost. In my application of this exercise, it's best if they are completely black and white, things you can immediately scratch off the list, so not habit changes. Let me give you some examples. Read a political biography. Learn one song on the guitar. Visit my cousin in Austin. Take my children to the Museum of Contemporary Art. Take a sewing class. Make creme brulee. Go out to breakfast with just me and dad one day. They can be a mix of big or small, and obviously playing one song on the guitar isn't as easy to check off the list because it will involve learning and habit adoption, but instead of saying your goal is to learn how to play the guitar, you have something super singular. And you know what? That one song might be the momentum you need, but that's a topic for another time. Okay, I'm going to give you some more examples, but before we get to that, I want to share with you my boost my personal twist of this exercise that I absolutely love. And that is invite your partner or a really close friend to do his or her own list and then share them with each other. 
What I've found works with my husband is when we go out on date nights, which sometimes we're a little sporadic with how consistently those are happening, I'll be honest. But what I think is really easy to happen is sometimes we make the effort to create space to spend with someone we love with our partners. And then we end up spending our time talking about family logistics and stuff that doesn't feel meaningful. And so what my husband and I have done in the past is bring our list to dinner. I know this sounds a little bit cheesy, but I promise you it's worth trying. So we'll bring our list and then we'll take a minute and go back and forth with maybe two to three on our list that we are kind of looking at or working towards or going to do next. And it immediately shifts the energy because we're talking about things that we're excited about and we're happy to try. Not only does it bridge to better conversations, but it's a great way to see and support your partner or friend's interests and their yearnings outside of these kind of day-to-day roles where we see them. For example, last year, my husband had make paella on his list, and it's so random, but honestly, our best date night in the entire year was when we shared that new experience together instead of defaulting to watching a movie. So if the 23 for 2023 is something that might be calling your name, here are a few additional tips. First, and this is directly from Gretchen Rubin when I originally tried this and I remember it, try to include something you can do within the first few days of the new year. And for me, this is just like momentum is a great feeling, right? And it's something to look forward to. Next, even though each line should give you a happiness boost, you can include tasks that you've been putting off. So for instance, clean out the closet, donate 20 books that I won't reread or recommend, donate all the baby toys we've outgrown. I know I said not to should yourself, but you get to be discerning. While some of these might not have the fun factor, They will certainly boost your happiness if you're not being dragged down by one-off tasks that are probably subconsciously draining you more than you know, but that's for you to decide. And then finally, hang your list up somewhere where you can easily see it. For some reason, I find it very endearing that my husband hangs his list inside his closet. He knows who he married. He's always up to try my made-up games, but when it's somewhere visible, not only does it stay in the forefront of your mind and become easy to reflect on, it's actually somewhere you can draw inspiration from. Let's be honest, especially if you're somewhere where it gets a little colder and darker during this time of the year, it's easy to get into a little bit of blah mode and get into those winter doldrums. So if you need a boost, guess what? You've got 23 ideas for how you can quickly create a happiness boost in your life. Okay, so now it's disclaimer time. I don't know that I've ever made it through my entire list, and that's okay. For better or worse, it's actually a reminder that time doesn't stop. And if we want our lives to be brimming with the good stuff, we have to be intentional about it. So while 23 for 2023 might seem small, give it a try. You might end up uncovering some pieces of you that you've kind of abandoned, some parts of your soul that maybe are waiting, waiting for a chance to express. All right, before I get to my closing reflection, I want to take a minute to chat about my upcoming mastermind. If you're a mom and the perspective and exercises I'm sharing through the mini jolts resonate with you, I want to make sure you know about my upcoming mastermind that starts on January 25th. It's called Season to Shift, and through six weeks of meaningful self-reflection and inspired action, you'll be guided home and feel clear on what you need to do in order to call in the next best version of yourself. So if you're someone who feels stuck, stagnant, like you know there's more out there for you, but you're just not sure where to start, I've got you. 
You can find out more at myelectricideas.com backslash mastermind backslash. So as always, I'll close with a reflective question for you. As I just alluded to, I think oftentimes women experience a bit of a dip the first week of the new year because they're told they're supposed to feel like a new year, new you, shiny new penny. And really all they want is a hot freaking nap. Okay. So my question here is, What's one thing you can plan or schedule for yourself for the first week of 2023 that will make you feel nourished and taken care of? Even if it's just a morning walk or an extra 20 minutes to eat lunch, please think about it. Put it on your calendar now as a little gift to your future self. You deserve it. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend. Hey, they might even want to do the 23 for 2023 with you. You never know. I'm so glad you joined me today. If you're looking for more, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at at Whitney Woman. And if you enjoyed the show, I invite you to support me by leaving a review or sharing it with a friend. Hope you have an inspired day.